Welcome to Living Wisely, Living Well, timeless wisdom to enrich every day with Asha Nayaswamy, one of the spiritual directors of Ananda Palo Alto and a founding member of Ananda Worldwide. If you enjoy this content and are inspired by the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda and his disciple Swami Kriyananda, find Asha on YouTube, Facebook, all podcast directories, and her website, ashajoy.org. Living Wisely, Living Well, November 7th. Dress not for admiration, but rather to give others pleasure. Often I have gone out of my way to thank a perfect stranger, male or female, for wearing something colorful and pleasing to the eye. Color, especially if it is well chosen, can make everyone's day a little brighter. When thanking people, however, try never to give the impression that you may have some ulterior motive for doing so. It's very interesting. Swami Kriyananda um, always dressed, um, he always dressed in a way that was very pleasing. He always dressed in a way that he was not an eyesore, that he was relaxing and uplifting to look at. He was often a little more dressed up than people around him. That was partly because he was from another era. He was a little more old-fashioned. But it was also a deliberate and a conscious thought that one, out of service to others, and also he was the direct disciple of Paramahansa Yogananda. He was the direct disciple of a great master. And he felt at all times that he was representing his guru. And he always wanted to feel that everything about him um, was worthy of that. There was no pretense to it. It wasn't that he wouldn't also dress informally. In the early years of Ananda, when it was very hot summer, he wore um, Bermuda shorts and sandals like all the rest of us, but he always had uh, Hawaiian shirts or bright-colored nice shirts. Not Nothing necessarily expensive, but just exactly what he said, well-chosen. Just thinking about it. What is the effect? And even more profoundly, what is the effect on me? What kind of... Uh, what kind of an aura am I creating around myself? A friend of mine, um, I think she's retired now, but for many years her business was, um, she was a, a color consultant, but she was sort of much more than that. She had a, a real intuitive power relationship with color. I think um, going into reincarnation, I think she was a color healer, you know, in some much higher age when people's consciousness was more subtle and the, the right colors would, you could use color as therapy. Even now, people are experimenting with color therapy. Swamiji would experiment with the effect of blue lights or red lights or yellow lights. And there was a, an intuitive healer. He was also a chiropractor. That's how he operated. But he would put you under color light, colored lights to help uh, balance certain deficiencies in your aura. And my friend, who, who was the color consultant, I mean, both for men and women, she would um, you know, tell you what styles would work for you, what kind of jewelry, um, you know, and then what kind of collars, what kind of cuts, whether prints. And she would give you a color palette that you could follow. But it was so interesting because her color palettes ha would have such a subtle effect when you wore the colors that she wanted you to wear, it wasn't only that you looked magnetic, it's that there, were, there were some kind of harmony was created all the way through you with the vibrations of what, of what those colors were. 
in the same context, I'm reminded of the painter um, Georgia O'Keeffe. Georgia O'Keeffe was an American painter in the American West, and she painted. Um, she was especially known for painting beautiful flowers, and she would she would often make very large paintings of very small flowers. And when someone asked, "Why do you make them so large, the flowers?" she would she just answered like this. Well, that's how they look to me, meaning that it, the physical size of it, it would just so dominate her, her field of vision that she had to make it big enough to completely dominate your field of vision. Beautiful work. She didn't only do flowers. She did other things. Um, she, she painted her studio a, a very particular exact shade of neutral gray, and everything in her studio was this neutral gray, so that nothing would deflect her attention from the painting she had. And she herself always dressed in black or white. Now you would think this woman who made these beautiful colors in her paintings, all she could, all she, what she chose to wear always was black or white. You know, some artists look like their paintings. They, they use their body as a canvas. She was the opposite. And her, her explanation was very interesting. She said, color has such a profound effect on me, I couldn't possibly wear it. Interesting, because it was she had such a different relationship with those vibrations. But most of the people who don't wear color, well, let me, let me, I'll just speak from my own prejudice, and my prejudice is very strong, full disclosure. I'm quite prejudiced on this point. I've been, my, uh, my life work has been talking, as I'm doing now into a camera, but of course, I've also spent many thousands of hours, literally, in front of groups of people speaking to them. And, you know, the fashion trends come and go. I, I with the help of my fashion consultant friend from some 30 years ago, I, I always was extremely careful about the colors that I wore. And in fact, I would choose colors according to the class that I was giving sometimes. You know, what would be the right what would be the right vibration for what I had to say? I always followed what Swami said. I would be in front of people for an hour or two, sometimes even longer, and they would have to look at me. And I, I wanted what they saw to, um, to serve the reason that I was there. I was there to help them to understand things on a deeper level, and I, I didn't want my own vibration to be dissonant with what I was asking of them, and, and it made me feel more in tune with what I was doing. In fact, actually, I was so, I wasn't like George O'Keefe, but color was so, meant so much to me that sometimes if I got dressed in the wrong color for a day, I would just have to change clothes. Or I would wear a color for one activity and then I'd have to change before I went to another. So when I became a Nyaswami in 2009 and had to change into blue, this blue is slightly darker than the Nyaswami blue, but I've had nothing but blue on for more than 10 years now. It was actually, I mean, it was an, becoming a Nyaswami is to become a sannyasi. It's a, an act of spiritual renunciation or renunciation for a spiritual cause. And I was, uh, I was interested that it took me, it took me longer than I thought it would to renounce the idea of color. I mean, that, that time was only a matter of a few days but I really had to reconcile myself to the fact that I would not be able to choose colors from that point on. Fortunately, the blue, the, especially the true Nyaswami blue, um, 
is a beautiful color and I love wearing it. Uh, but it, it, it has been a thing. It's been very interesting for those of you who watch a lot of my videos. I almost always use this red cup. It's the opposite side of the spectrum from blue is orange, yellow, and red. And so everything that isn't clothes, everything that except what I wear because of my renunciate vow, I buy red, yellow, or orange. I had just like, it's like I have a, a, a visceral hunger for this color. And so I, I keep it around me as much as I can. Um, another of my friends, he, he's special. I specialize in red. He specializes in yellow. He's in the same position I am. It's been nothing but blue for 11 years. So everything extra in his house is yellow. Just it's, it, Color is very real. So there have been these long periods of fashion in which black was the only color people would wear. We even dress children in black now. It's just, I think it's awful. I think color really has a lot to say. Color just brings so much energy and 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 uh, well, color color is color heals. And when you're only in black all the time, unless you're Georgia O'Keeffe, I think it's very unwholesome. And then, and this is how I finally dealt with it. I would have to speak to rooms full of people. And they had to look at me, and I went to a lot of trouble, but I also had to look at them. And they would just show up week after week in these classes or at Sunday services, just black, 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 or sometimes brown, or occasionally navy blue, but just this sea of unrelieved darkness. Finally, I literally started complaining about it. Of course, I'm talking to my own sangha, to my own community, and I could do it in a, with, an, with enough humor but I just told them that I was, uh, I was tired of it. <laughs> I was just tired of it. And I was happy to talk to them, but they could entertain me a little bit. And, and thank heaven, many of them would, began to show up, at least with a colorful shawl on or something like that. My goodness, it made such a difference just to see these little pops of color. So Swami is talking about that. You know, dress in such a way that you're pleasing to others or think about... What am I putting across? Is this really who is this really the image I wish to project to the world? And and what will people how can I serve? Is the way I'm dressing myself is it serving anyone? Nowadays, I'm I'm not at all into fashion and I'm definitely not into torturing ourselves because this is how we're supposed to look. But a little bit of dignity goes a long way. And a little bit of color goes a long way to just sort of cheering up this rather tiresome world. I know I've, I've followed Swami's, um, Swami's example in that. Whenever I see someone, uh, someone who's particularly attractively addressed, dressed or is simply wearing a color that's just beautiful to see, I always stop and tell them just how much I love the color. Now I'm going to tell you a completely silly story that happened to me. Because I am a Naya Swami, and because I have taken this commitment to dress always in the color of my renunciation, which is blue, my purse is blue, my wallet is blue, my you know my socks are blue, my shoes are blue, my scarf, my hat. In the summer, when you're just wearing a dress and a pair of sandals, usually the fact that everything is blue doesn't show that much. You just look like you're coordinated. Because I live... I live in an Ananda community, but our community is set right down in the middle of Silicon Valley. So as soon as I step off the property, I'm 
in the ordinary world. Um, and in addition, just by chance, my credit card is also blue. <laughs> the credit card I usually use is exactly Nayaswami blue. But in the wintertime, when I have on a jacket and I have on a hat, and when I'm riding my bicycle, I had on my bicycle helmet and my bag that all my bicycle things would go in, my purse inside of that, my wallet inside of that. I went to the grocery store to Trader Joe's, where I often go here. And I go in, and they're very, very friendly in there. And I'm standing there, and I open my, my blue satchel. I take out my blue bicycle helmet to get to my blue purse. I open my blue purse, I get to my blue wallet. I pull out my blue credit card. And then the gal behind the counter says, Ooh, would you come back tomorrow and do the whole thing in pink? <laughs> and I just loved it. And I thought, oh, what fun it is, you know, just to be able to, to be in this world and just enjoy yourself. I had to tell her that I was very sorry, but I specialized in blue. And I could come back and do blue again, but I really could not come back and do pink. But ever since then, Every time I go into my satchel and get out my purse and get out my wallet and get out my credit card, I think what fun it is. We might as well have fun in this world. We might as well be lighthearted. I mean, what does black say? Black just doesn't say anything. Now, I know there's a lot of reasons why people wear it, but what does it say? Is that really what we want? I mean, open your closet. Look at it. Look at your house. You know, what, what is there in there? What is bright? What is cheerful? When you go out into a garden... What is it you do love? You love the living color. We, at the present moment, right now behind me, there's these exquisite red roses, and these are actually real roses behind me. I recently had a birthday, and a lot of flowers came into the house. And what the flowers are, I mean, they're color. And we can be flowers. We don't have to just be dull sticks in this world. Find what pleases you. Find what resonates with your vibration, even if it's just a scarf or a band around your wrist, if you're a little bit afraid, or a belt, or a, a pin. But, but tune into it. Color is an aspect of light. Light is a manifestation of the divine. God gave all this to us for our joy and for our pleasure. Let us absorb it into ourselves and share it with others. So Swami says, Dress not for admiration, but rather to give others pleasure. Often I have gone out of my way to thank a perfect stranger, male or female, for wearing something colorful and pleasing to the eye. Color, especially if it is well chosen, can make everyone's day a little brighter. When thanking people, however, try never to give the impression that you may have some ulterior motive for doing so. God bless you, my friends. Our work is made possible by inspired listeners. So if you feel to support Asha, you can make a one-time donation or for unique members-only content, subscribe through Patreon. Blessings and thank you.